Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey Hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by Union Bank Global Linker a free digital platform that empowers Filipino MSMEs to digitize their business and go global. Sign up now at unionbank.globallinker.com to get a free ebook on surviving COVID-19 for your business. Also by Ideaspace, a nonprofit supporting innovation and technopreneurship as a path to nation building. Ideaspace runs an annual startup competition. For more information, make sure to sign up for their newsletter at ideaspacefoundation.org slash connect. Also powered by Podmetrics, the only analytics platform you'll ever need for your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co for free and use the code HUSTLESHARE. Because I have a good eye for seeing what's good. I never invented anything. What I'm good at is combining treatments from different parts of the world to get the best result. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Bait Young. Welcome to episode 97 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by Union Bank Global Linker a free digital platform that empowers Filipino MSMEs to digitize their business. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not tip for work language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today we're going to be talking about a hustle that makes a lot of people beautiful. And to tell us all about that will be a very well-known person. And her name is Doctora Vicky Bello of the Bello Medical Group. 
Now, before Doc Vicky became the celebrity doctor that everybody knows, she'll tell us the hustles that she had to go through, like baking and being an aerobics instructor. She'll also share with us how deeply entrenched her why is, considering that she had to go through a lot of discrimination because of how she looked like growing up. Now, Doc Vicky is also going to share with us how she became a pioneer in life-changing technologies like laser technologies and liposuction. Now, it wasn't all just science because she'll also share the business side of things and how she was able to grow by getting into showbiz and how she was able to build her team and the systems that allowed them to grow nationally. And lastly, Doc Vicky is also going to share how they're pivoting in the midst of this pandemic and how they're able to make more people still beautiful despite being fully remote. And stick around till the end because she'll provide a lot of advice that you can use for your own hustles, especially during this pandemic. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind Bello Medical Group, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. I am still starstruck. <laughs> I was selling Doc uh, prior to this, but again, I have no words to really babble before I get started because we are very fortunate to have her on the show to talk about not her life, but her business. But again, welcome to the show, Doc Vicky Bello of Bellowman. Hey! Hi, how are you? Thank you for inviting me. Hustle share. I feel young. There you, you are. Always young. Always young. What are you talking about, Doc? That's what um, you but, tried to do. There you go. <laughs> and again, thanks very much for for everything. And in terms of uh, having your time, I know you're a very busy person. You have a baby that you have to take care of. But before I get carried away, I'll ask you the million dollar question that I've always been asking since the start of this podcast. Doc Vicky, what's your hustle? What's my hustle? I have, I think my hustle started when I was five years old. So I've had a lot of hustles in okay. life, but I'm really one of these people who always figures out a way to earn from anything that I do. So I can't stand it when I, I, I'm not earning. I feel yes. like I'm not being productive. So for example, some of my businesses, I started baking when I was only seven years old because I love to eat sugar stuff. Yep. And I, I found out, and I was 100 pounds, wow. and I love sugar flour, so I always tell the story that I'm an only child, and I, mm. I don't know how to hustle like other people because I don't have siblings. And I think you learn to hustle, you know, grabbing things or trying to, right. you know, negotiate with your brothers and sisters over something, but I didn't have that. Same. So growing Same. up, mm -hmm. yeah, I was handed everything in a silver platter by my yaya, my parents. Mm. So in a birthday party, I would wait for people to give me sugar flowers and all the hands would go over me and I wouldn't have any. So I decided to learn how to bake. And then I found out that if I bake cupcakes, mm -hmm. that was what? Wow. 50 years, it's 50, right. 45 years ago. I became the most popular girl in school Okay, because you know, I was chubby with glasses, nothing great. But if I brought cupcakes to school, everybody would be my friend. If you so did said, that oh, today, wow. I'm pretty sure that would be a top seller because everybody bakes in this pandemic at the moment. I know. Well, we do have something. I'm teaching Scarlett to do exactly what I did. So she has Scarlett Snow Sweets. I don't know if you've seen any of her videos, but yeah. we spend a lot of time baking. Mm -hmm. And then I grew up and I got, I got fatter and I got more pimples. And I lost the mm -hmm. weight. 
and then I got my pimples. So I, that's when I decided. I went to all the doctor's offices, derma, mm-hmm. and they couldn't cure my pimples. So I said, I'll be a derma. And then ah. I, was, I always had a weight problem. So I discovered aerobics when I was... It was introduced in Chicago, aerobics guys. And I lived there with my ex-husband, that Park's dad. Yep. So I took classes and then I went to Jane Fonda because she had a bit and I started learning how to teach there. So when I got back to the Philippines in nineteen eighty, I was teaching aerobics in in, uh, Clark Hatch, Polo Club, Hot Leg, Shangri-La Hotel, whatever. Because you know, I figured out I was in medical school. And okay. still teaching because it was my way of, you know, like letting go of pressure, stress, and stuff like that by shouting. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was my way of trying to control my weight. So I would, so of course I had to be paid for it. And I was a really good teacher because I like barking out orders. Mm-hmm. And come on, raise the hand, hey! <laughs> you know, so I, by the time I finished class, I'd be mellow. And wow. then that went on for, and I was so happy because I had such mm-hmm. a long, waiting list of people trying to join my class. So mm-hmm. I was successful at that. And I really, mm-hmm. if everything I do, I always need to. Then I started practicing medicine. I went abroad yeah. to study, so I kind of had to let that go. Got it. And then I found liposuction. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I can suck out fat. You don't have to work it out. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> hey, I can treat my dimples. Yeah. I need a clinic. Because, you know, you spend so much money going to a dermatologist and they weren't, mm-hmm. I felt like I could do a better job, so mm-hmm. it was great. So that's so find a problem when you're given lemons, make lemonade. Mm-hmm. I think that's my uh, motto. That <laughs> right. is amazing. But uh, doc, what I want you basically laid it all out the, the whole career already. But what, yeah, I want to, I want to, no, 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 no. But I want to do do a deep dive. But I need you to buckle up real quick because we're gonna ride the hustle share time machine. Which sounds like a fairy tale, by the way. I don't know why still. But hopefully in the episode 100 plus, we can upgrade our time machine. But Doc, you mentioned already, right? You, you did so many hustles and whatnot. But um, what were the early struggles? Because usually with, with entrepreneurs, you know, there's a hugot. There's a deep hugot for us. Like for me, I was a single, uh, I was an only child. And I was raised by a single mom. Right. Single mom. She had to struggle for, for uh, just to put me through good schools, which eventually gave me the right opportunities in life to thrive. And I thank her always for that. And my why growing up was, and we always, um, we always rented uh, growing up. I knew we never had enough. So my, my goal was to buy my mom a house. And it's only recently was, I was finally able to do that. But that that kept me going. For you, what what was that why early on? Because I think you had that early on too. So as I said, it started when I was five. I think most people have heard my story. It was about bullying before bullying was a word. Mm. So I was adopted. Mm-hmm. I was the daughter of my mom's sister. So basically, my my birth mom had three when I was born. Mm-hmm. She had three girls and one boy. Okay. My Bella mom, my adopted mm-hmm. mom, who I consider my real mom, yeah. um, had been married for eight years and had no children. Okay. Whereas her sister kept getting pregnant every year. Okay. So since it was eight years and there was no in vitro, they didn't have any of that stuff then, mm-hmm. they, they asked my birth mom if they could have the baby she was pregnant with. At that time, my mom had three girls and a boy, my birth mom. So she said, if, 
if this baby is a boy, we keep him because we need to balance. You know, how people balance it out: three girls, three <laughs> right. boys, whatever. Like a team before. But if, <laughs> but if, yeah, if she's a girl, you can have her. Mm. Um, so they paid for. I came out a girl, so I was given to the bellows, and I was never because my mom was my birth mom was so scared to to get um, what you call it attached to me. I think you know if you talk to Shania, that's mm. one of my issues. My being. There was so much anger and I didn't understand. There's so much insecurity. So when I did a life regression or whatever, I found out mm-hmm. that at the, at the time that my two mothers spoke, mm-hmm. which was maybe she was four months pregnant, <clears throat> my birth mother decided to cut off all communication with the child, right? Because if, if she got attached to me, then it would be harder to give me to her sister. Makes sense. So for a baby, so I, to the question, when does life begin? I really believe it begins during pregnancy and at four months you're aware. So from being, you know how mothers always tap their stomach, talk to their baby, I have none of that. And I think it went very abruptly from from being talked to to, to darkness. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up a really angry child. I, I, I remember pulling my hair, kicking and screaming and I couldn't understand why I was this you know I had an awareness it was weird like I knew even at two or three why was I doing this stuff <laughs> anyway so finally my bellow parents were wonderful they really made me feel loved they were so patient with me always thought I was perfect even if I knew that I was a brat and they always and they always told me it's wonderful they prayed for me they really wanted, you know, they told me stories about Princess Veronica, who was an adopted child, and how much love she was, and how people, mm-hmm. they prayed to have her and all that. So I said, mm-hmm. Daddy, I wish I was adopted. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, yes, you are. And I thought it was the most special thing, because people wow. pray for you. You know, you, you're not just born, it's not an accident, they pray for mm-hmm. you. But when I went to Assumption, mm-hmm. and that's where my sisters were, mm-hmm. they would call me their sister, and everybody started calling me, I adopted Lambian. I Ampon wow, lang that's I may malang lang, diba? So I started feeling, oh my gosh, so this is not pala good. Mm-hmm. So I was getting confused. And then my, some of my friends came up to me. I was five. They mm-hmm. said, why did your parents give you away? Why didn't they keep you? Is it because you're ugly? Wow. And, or oh is it because God. you're fat? So I'm like, and I really cried. I remember to this day right. when I talk about it, I tear up. And at, I think at five years old, I made up my mind, okay, so this is the world. If you're ugly and you're fat, they give you a wish. So wow. the, even at that time, I said, okay, I'm going to make everybody beautiful and sexy so they're loved and they're not given away. But it was such a... So I had that as my goal, but I had no idea how. Mm-hmm. And um, luckily for me, or luckily I had really bad skin. Because mm-hmm. They always call it uh, in Tagalog. I don't know if you speak Tagalog. Uh, yeah, what? Pimples na, tigyawag na tinubuan ng mukha. So, more, wow. more pimples and skin showing. Right, right. So, and then, you know, my poor parents had to send me to the best doctors. And I would just keep mm. going every single week. They'd prick my face, mm. give me antibiotic solutions. Mm-hmm. And then go home next week and be the same thing. And I said, how come they can't cure me? This is forever. From mm-hmm. the age of 11. I mean, way be- I had adult acne, so 25. Wow. So, I decided then, I was planning my career in their offices looking around, plastic flowers, ugly place, mm-hmm. um, noisy instruments. I said, no, nah, I'm going to be a doctor. I'll make everybody's skin nice. But I have fresh flowers, nice magazines, mm-hmm. beautiful surroundings because beauty has to be 
a consistent thing. So I had a little notebook. I think this is one of the tips I would give people who want to be entrepreneurs is go around with a notebook and any ideas you have during the day. Nice now you have a phone. Yep. You can write it down no matter how crazy. It's just for you anyway. And you'll be surprised how, you know, I really think it's divine um, inspiration. There will be times when you will just get something a message, and then when you look by, back at it, you look at it, and you go, oh, top where there. For example, like now, we're all pivoting, right? And we're all right. trying to find something that will work in a COVID time. Correct. So restaurants are doing homes, home delivery. Mm-hmm. Even we had to do it because, of course, there are less patients. They keep closing us, opening us up. Closing. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we, we just were getting into the group. Oh, right, it's right. MTC, we're getting close. Oh, right, right, you know, right. so that sort of thing. So anyway, going back. So that's where this whole thing started. Mm. And also because I was fat, I just need to always solve my problems. Luckily for me, many people have the same problems. Mm-hmm. So it's always from a woman's point of view, what do I need? What do I need? What do I want that's not out there? What, and if it's not out there, then I have to invent it because I need it. And that's my clinic. So my clinic, people always wondered, are you a dermatologist? Because you don't. Yeah. You know, when I started in 1990, mm-hmm. dermatology was a purely clinical profession in the Philippines. So they were just doing basically skin diseases, you know, pimples. They, nobody did liposuction. No one had a laser. So when I came in and I had this totally different dermatology practice, lasers, bing bong, you know, mm-hmm. things to remove stuff. I was doing liposuction, hair transplants. Right. People were saying, she's weird. But this was already <laughs> the state of the art in yeah. the U.S. Mm-hmm. where I trained. But nobody had bothered. Because, you know, the people used to have only quartering machines and that's like 30,000 mm-hmm. pesos. Lasers are 5 million. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, if you can do it with a quartering, why not, even if it's better with a laser, why why bother for 5 million compared to 30,000? It's just too Correct. big a uh, disparity. But since I'm, I can't stand it. If I know that something is better mm-hmm. um, out there, then I will buy the new thing. Even nice. if I already have a machine that does it, mm-hmm. kind of, it does yep. it already, but then it's more efficient to do this. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be, if I know I can't not give my best. It's like a sin to me, mm-hmm. to myself. I can't face myself in the mirror. So I think people appreciate that whole thing. In fact, the other day, somebody asked me a question. And I was, I didn't realize how passionate I am about it. So he said, mm-hmm. well, what does Bello offer? Cause other clinics have the same machines. And I mm-hmm. just kind of like, I don't know where it came from, from my inside my body. So, you know, saying that to me is like saying that Van Gogh and Picasso made beautiful paintings because wow. they had the best paint and the best paint brushes. I Correct. said, it's not the machine. Right. As everybody can have the machine, but you know your science. Do you know your physics? Mm-hmm. Do you know your wavelength? Do you know mm-hmm. the depth of skin you want to hit? I, do you see the skin change? If it changes a certain way, then I know I'm too deep, I'm too shallow, I have to change my mm-hmm. settings. I said, it's not It's not a cookbook recipe. You, every Friday, so I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's really true that, you know, and you take 30 years to gain that experience. I mean, wow. 20 years, 10 years, you can't just buy the machine and mm-hmm. and then some med rep comes to your office and says, this is the on switch, off and on switch. Then they give you a little a, a little recipe cookbook, like if this is what you want to get rid of, you do this. But everybody's different. So anyway, that's, that's right. the thing. So... What is it? Yeah, my driving force is that I want to be comfortable in my own skin. Got it. 
I am. I want to feel confident. I know I was fat. I know I was ugly. That gave me a lot of insecurity. I feel much better now, even if I'm older. But I feel more comfortable because I have good skin and I'm not fat anymore. And so, and so I can talk to you before. Yeah. Oh, if you met me before once, I was so mm. hiding my face to hide right. my my hair was all over to hide my pimples. Mm-hmm. I I was too shy to talk because I look. Mm-hmm. Ugly, and I kept thinking they're looking at my skin. They're saying how fat I am when I enter a party. So when people say it's all vanity, I really also get pissed because True. you don't know unless you're in our bodies. The people mm-hmm. that come to me who feel insecure, I applaud people who are secure, who don't have any need for bellow. Congratulations to you. I don't. You're not my patient. But yeah. for those who feel. That they feel that if they look better, they feel better, and it adds to their confidence, and then that's the bellow patient, right? And I speak from personal experience, so I feel like I can really be empathic. Is that correct with them? Yeah. Have I answered everything? <laughs> no, no, this is amazing, and it's amazing that it's so deeply entrenched that it can keep you really going through all these years, you know, because it's so deeply entrenched in your own narrative. But I'm curious because, as an entrepreneur, regardless of how good and how deep that why is with us, we need help, right, to upskill mm-hmm. ourselves and to mentor our to mentor us to realize that potential that we've always had. For you, what were those skills you had to really learn on your own? And who were the people that helped you get to realize that own potential that you've always had? Well, I understood early on that this was new. I was so lucky. I was in at the ground level, level zero wow. of the laser world. It just got introduced in 89. I bought my first laser in 1990. So a lot of the top dermatologists around the world, we're all batchmates. And, of course, I wanted to study laser, so the best place to do it is Harvard. So I went there and I studied. Wow. I went to Thailand first. I went to Harvard to study lasers, derm surgery at Scripps Clinic in San Diego. And then liposuction from the inventor himself, Dr. Shafiq Nain. No I did it. I always go to the source. I'm, mm. I'm blessed. I'm very blessed because my parents had the, um, had the money to send me. Okay. You know, they, like, I remember my dad, my mom and dad, called me when I was in Harvard and he said there's a pre-selling of a clinic here, a mm-hmm. building, medical building huh? we were planning to buy your clinic so you have a nice clinic and I said they said it's 100 square meters okay with you I said 100 square, that's too big what are the cuts? And they said 20 and I said oh 20 is fine, I want a 20 square meter clinic and my dad was, yeah, that's too small mm-hmm. I said, but daddy, I don't know if I'm going to have any patients. So it's better right. to have a small clinic so that if there's one patient waiting in the waiting room, it looks full. If I have a big clinic, I look empty. <laughs> but even, you can see already that I'm into appearances. Yeah. And, you Got know, it. like if you, you, people go to a full restaurant. Mm-hmm. If you pass the restaurant, there's nobody. You don't want to go in. That's You'd rather true. line up in a full restaurant. Yeah. Anyway, so, so they, we agreed on 40 square meters. Because just to show you that I had no idea God didn't help me so much. But then I did say, Daddy, more than anything, can you buy me two lasers? He <laughs> goes, how much are those lasers? He said, right, right. 5 million each, so that's 10 million in 1990. That was so Oh, my job. God. And my dad said, sure. And, you know, they never made me pay for it. But that was really my pukunan. And right. from then on, I'm, I'm proud to say I never had to ask money again. That's but amazing. still, if I didn't have that, and mm-hmm. I was so blessed because I could do the studying before. Mm-hmm. What's happening now, 
which is not so good, is that you can't afford to buy a laser until you practice a long time. Mm. But once you're successful and you can buy a laser, you don't have the time to study about the lasers. So you just you kind of wing it with what they teach you, but you don't do the you know you don't do the Harvard physics mm-hmm. and all that deep dive into into the science behind lasers. So mm-hmm. I was blessed that I could have I did that before I began my training. I mean yeah. my my clinic, and then once I began my clinic, you just add on to that. But you already have the basic knowledge; so it's easier to understand. Got it. All right, now let's take our first break, and when we come back, let's talk about the business stuff, how you got into the showbiz world and how you grew that exponentially. Well, let's talk about that more after the break. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with Doc Vicky Bella, who has now told us where this, this, this passion for beauty and making us all beautiful. Now, I'm fat, Doc, so I'll... I'll I'll raise enough money so that you can suck. I'm going to get married soon. So I want to make sure my wife uh, marries a sexy body. There you go. But, um, she deserves that. There you go. I try, I've been doing my best, but rice is life. So lipo, here I come. Okay. <laughs> but Doc, here's what I wanted to ask. Because a lot, dermatology, there, again, this is a very saturated market now too, right? There's a lot of them that front, yeah, you, you get probably say, sings the same song. But there's one thing special about what you did and how you were able to rise above everybody else. And, you know, getting the celebrities to, to really work with you and love what you did. But tell me about the business side of what you did. Because, of course, the practice is there. You know, you were able to get 
hold of the best technology, get best education. But business, nobody hands that to you in a silver platter at all. You have to earn it. Walk us through the business side of how you built the, the Bello brand into what it is now. So I don't have any business training at all, right? The way I used to make money, it was very simple to me. Okay. I used to have my cake business. I had a uh, a little blue, you know how they carry around the cash box. Yep, yep. <laughs> I put in, I put in five thousand pesos, and then when people would pay me, I would put money in, mm-hmm. and when I had to buy ingredients or pay my assistant, I put money out. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the month. Whatever I had over five thousand is mine, and I need the five thousand. <laughs> so that's how I figured out wow. how I was making money. So I thought mm. life would be that simple. Same thing happened in aerobics, mm. but in I tried to do it in Bello Medical Group, but I don't know how many people have stolen from me because I'm so simple-minded in terms mm. of in terms of that, right? Because I would just trust everyone, and you know, I, I was so lenient, and people mm. really took advantage because I didn't understand the business side of it. I always believe and I tell everybody that making money has never been the why for me. Um, It's really making people more confident that makes me happy. So the best thing people can say to me is how you've changed my life. I've been, of course the money will follow because if you have that kind of influence and you help people like that, then many more people will come, right? So it's, it's that kind of thing. But the business side now we have like 120 people doing the business side of it. I only hired a GM maybe, you know, much later on. I wanted to do everything myself, marketing, mm. you know, because I love marketing. The whole idea about the showbiz, it's all serendipity. So my first showbiz patient was Regine Velasquez. Oh. She was, I think, 19 years old. No and she had pimples on her back and she had gone to a lot of other dermatologists and mm. it wasn't getting any better. Mm. So I put some new thing then in 1990, which is glycolic acid, alpha hydroxy acids. Nobody had ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. And it went away. So she was on a show on ABS and she said, thank you, Dr. Vicky Bello for fixing my back block. Ah. So everybody started, you know, and then, and started, then she started bringing her friends who were showbiz. Okay. So I remember Pops Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody saying, well, my skin's nice. Who's the doctor? Mm-hmm. And it happened like that. And they would also thank me on the air. And my yeah. phone would stop ringing. So I always say I never went through a hard time. I opened yeah. my clinic. Reg was there two mm-hmm. weeks after. And it was just like that. But now okay. the problem is everybody's copied the formula. Yeah. So when you watch a show, thank you, Dr. So-and-so, thank you, Dr. So-and-so. And they're right. all, we're all doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So how I think the you just have to be the best all the time. Our doctors are Absolutely. always set abroad for training. Every year, One of each one of them goes one time yeah. so that they can bring back. But actually what's happening is that when they go abroad, they come back proud mm-hmm. because they say, wow, mm-hmm. they're just introducing this machine and Bello already has it. So we're not behind. My other thing is I'm always trying to look for my where I can be strong. Got it. So one of the things that shouted out at me is that technology is different around the world. Americans do things very differently from yep. Europeans. So for example, America is all about lasers. They're all about, you know, taking things out quickly. You know, Americans yep. are They're always in a rush. <laughs> yep. Europe is about, about, refineness, being elegant, taking your time. So they both they both work, but some things Europeans do better and other things Americans do better. Right. Then you have the Koreans, Japan, Brazil. 
So I would go to all these beauty capitals in Paris, etc. Mm. And I would see what's good because I have a good eye for seeing what's good. I never invented anything. What I'm good at is combining treatments from different parts of the world to get the best result. But, you know, I'm, I don't have, I've been dreaming of inventing something and calling it the bell or whatever. But it's <laughs> happy, it hasn't happened. But I right. took advantage of this whole disparity. For example, varicose veins are treated very well in Europe. The United mm. States is just copying. So I would bring all these technology and create a one-stop shop for beauty right. in, that, in that area, medical beauty. So a lot of patients travel to the Philippines from, let's say, Beverly Hills. They have the best doctors in New York. Even the Hong Kong people, they've been texting me. They come for the day. They come here at 9 in the morning, leave at 5 in the afternoon, spend the whole day in Belo. Because they love the whole, that you can get everything done in one place. Plus, you have to concentrate on customer service. Mm -hmm. I've always felt that the reason it, I go to a hotel, for example, it makes the biggest difference when your people are kind, yeah. right? So, for example, Paris. I've always hated Paris, hated, mm. hated Paris. All my life, I never wanted to go back because I found them very rude. <laughs> if you yes. don't speak French, they are. But then one time, I stayed at the Four Seasons. Mm. And everybody was so kind and wonderful. Yep. And it changed my whole perspective, perspective. of Paris. Yeah. Because then if people were so kind, suddenly I love Paris. I love Paris. It's my favorite city now. Yeah. And I still don't speak French. But when you go there and there's kindness and love and you feel, then that makes all the difference. I know people, mm. you know, sometimes because we're so big, I really have to keep pounding that into them because you're, mm. there was a time it was all about results. Come on, let's deliver the results. Yeah. And I think that was a major um, mistake of mine because I thought as long as you get the results, it's fine. But nowadays, people have... They want to talk to you. They want. They we're almost their psychologists because right. people in the Philippines don't really still feel comfortable going to psychologists. But they will tell their facialists everything. Correct. They will unburden. <laughs> and then now yeah. there's a phenomenon called skin hunger, where people are not being held because mm. you know now we don't shake hands, we don't make bets, so we just go right, hi right. because of COVID, right? <laughs> yes, but people yes. need to touch. It's a sense, like your five senses. You need to see, you need to smell, you right. need to taste, you need to be touched. So they mm. come to the clinic, they're just happy that somebody's doing stuff on their face correct, and cleaning correct. out their pimples and blackheads. It's just you know they're so that's our pivot. That's our Things now we're being much more human. It's not, you know, now we realize it's 50% the results that you get. Of course, we always deliver that because yeah. we got to 30 years because we deliver results. You can't mm -hmm. get there if you're just doing acute stuff. Yep. But the, the human touch is back. So, you know, we always, what's that? Kind heart, I forgot. We even have a motto. Right. But see, I don't know what it is. But it, <laughs> it's, it's the way expert touch, kindness, Hands or some warmest hands, expert right. touch. Your... There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's true. And uh, doc, you, well, that's what's very impressive because that never changed. The quality never changed as you scaled through from employee one to how many employees you guys have now and to how many branches, right? We have 15 branches now. Well, unfortunately, we had to lay off 70 people, which broke my heart. Right. I'm, but you know, it's really different now. We're only seeing one third of right. the patients who used to see. Because there's no more waiting time. Everything's mm -hmm. by appointment. Everything mm -hmm. has to be cleaned after every patient. Correct. You know, there's just so much. The doctors get tired because they have to wear these PPE things which should give you a headache and no oxygen. So, correct, correct. It's not you know, fun. We really have to slow things yeah. down. But 
So we're doing a lot now. Our pivot is doing a lot. Just like people are delivering food everywhere, we're delivering products. Yeah. So we figured out, you know how DIY is so in? Do it yourself. Right. We have something called BIY. There you yeah, go. So I love that. We looked at all the treatments that hey, people can do this at home. They don't really have to come to the clinic for this. So we're we're so the we have always had a shop, digital shop, which we never paid any attention to because we were so busy with the clinics. Right. It was like uh, in the back mm-hmm. during ECQ, patients were calling, I've run out of products, I need mm-hmm. this, that, that. So it came forward. So that's what we learned. It became like another clinic. It, it produces like another clinic. And then that's where people now, because a lot of our patients are abroad or in the, in the provinces. They can't even come to Manila. True. So true, we deliver true. everything to them. So that's at least amazing. it's not food. It's, it's you know, they're whatever they've been seen. And we do, we're doing a lot of Zoom consults. That's great. So telemedicine is very big. I love it, actually. I think I can, you know, concentrate on a patient more for this Correct. way rather than you know because since I'm so madaldal I keep talking to everyone so this way I'm just <laughs> yeah and you leverage uh, you leverage technology to again pivot into a way where you can again because everybody right now there's no there's very very few industries that are thriving everybody's hit okay so at the end of the day you gotta way, find a way to survive and keep keep the fight going for whoever whoever's in your team and you know whatever mission you're doing and again if you make it out alive, then great, right? Uh, not everybody has that privilege too, so amazing job on that one. But uh, Doc, before we take our last break, I want to understand the, the management side, right? Um, mm-hmm. When you get that big, you need to have stable systems and great people to work with you. Right, yes. What, what did you do to make sure that whatever you built cascades down to all your team and stays at the top, top, top quality? And what was the system you had to put, put in place in order to make sure that everything is held together? So as I said in the beginning, I wanted to do everything. Right. <laughs> I wanted to be in control of everything. I thought if I'm in control, then the standards stay high. I think I finally realized I can't do everything. So finally, I'm, I was blessed to be given. I always pray about everything. So God gave me a GM that's been wonderful. Since the beginning, she's been our GM. Okay. And she, she takes care. So she takes care of the non-medical side, the accounting, supplies, my God, I didn't realize you needed so many people. HR, <laughs> operations, even, no, what do you call it when you buy stuff? I don't know. Anyway, uh, purchasing. Procurement. procurement. Yeah. So then, Hayden, Aman, I'm also so blessed that I have Hayden. So yep. I only want to pay attention to medicine. I only want to pay attention to my doctors and, and all the medical staff, specialists, nurses, etc. I'm not good at the other stuff. Okay. So I think my one talent, well, is to choose the right people and to see and to get them. Yeah, it's hard. It's been, you know, we had a crisis of sorts lately because my GM and I usually agree and she's very good um, Mm -hmm. feel for people. But lately, there were two decisions she made that, you know, she's been with me like 12 years. And then, and I didn't agree with it, but I I always feel other people know better than me. Mm-hmm. So I I went with her, and then they turned out to be not such good people. And you know, so this time she wanted to to let go of someone who I thought was very good, but mm-hmm. but a little uh, strong, millennial. You know how millennials are. They're no. not they're not your 
you know, and we are titas of Manila now because right. we're all older. So, yep. I mean, she'll speak to you on the same level. And we're not mm-hmm. used to that. Parang, hello, I'm older than you. <laughs> but I right, said, correct. guys, because she's a producer, she's amazing, she thinks, she's young. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nobody just get along, you know, part of the culture has to be. So finally, I said, you know, this time, for the first time, I'm not going to agree with you. Wow. And it was such a hard thing for me. I felt it in my gut because I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. Because I always think she she has much. I I've been praying for discernment, and I okay. think God has answered my prayers. Because before I made so many mistakes, I didn't trust my reading of people. Mm-hmm. But now I really felt. I said this is so wrong. So I said I'm gonna go against you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. She you know she took it so well. She goes okay. Mm-hmm. I said I'm willing to take the risk. This is on me. She doesn't. She doesn't right. perform, and it's really going to be a problem. Because it seemed like it was going to be an attitude problem, not a work problem, but. But so far, it's been working out really well. And now she's been able just, we just had to talk to her, explain to her that, yeah. you know, you're coming off a bit too strong. Mm. You're rattling the the mm. higher ups because you're not used to everything. And it changed things. And they, we just had a sale. We had the most wonderful, successful mm. event. And you know, I said, well, I, I can judge people. <laughs> nice. So every That's day amazing. you learn, right? Every day you learn. I know. But I look at them, I go, why do we have so many people? But the ECQ has taught us actually we don't need that many people. Right. You know, there are, yeah, and then it's work from home thing. Mm-hmm. People are working from home and then they're productive. Correct. And then, because we have the dilemma, do we send them to work or not? If they go to yeah. work and they happen to catch something there, which of course... It's on you. But it's on us, so stay right. home. Correct. If you can Correct. stay home, stay home. Correct. But of course, when you're talking to them and everything, I mean, the kids are also home now. They have, don't mm-hmm. have school. So you have to, so I keep wondering, am I getting the value for money? Because they, mm-hmm. it's always, <laughs> you know, it's so unprofessional. <laughs> People are right. dressed up in, in their home mm-hmm. clothes. I keep thinking, because when I work from home, I'll get dressed. Yeah. And I'll have a space that's work from mm-hmm. home. You know, mm-hmm. or I'll go to, it's it's so clear. I need my psych- psyche to Correct. tell me this work, but this mm-hmm. it, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing Hayden told me because I said, "Why are there children and dogs barking?" I I don't understand. He goes, "You know, Vicky, some homes are not that big." Correct. You know, because in my head, okay, I have a place, a room that's my work from home. Mm-hmm. Because some people, there's so many people living in that house. You know, so these are things that I feel so small when somebody has to tell me. So it's great that. <laughs> And Hayden is the most wonderful help. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really a person who doesn't need credit. He doesn't, he's not an egotistical person that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually the woman behind the man, right? It's Malik mm-hmm. he's the man behind the Correct. woman. Yeah. And he fixes everything. He's, he's so obsy about fixing, mm-hmm. obsy about it. And then because he's a doctor and a businessman, he gets it. finally I have someone that understands both both, Both sides dynamics, of the yeah. right? So, right. yeah, marry a doctor that's a businessman if you're a doctor. <laughs> Somebody kind. That's I true. paid my dues. So now it's payback time. Thank you, Dr. Cole. There you go. And, and I agree. My, my fiance is also an entrepreneur. It's, it's very important that the, your partner in life gets you for, from your for, for perspective of, a, of your profession and also you as a person. Because there are battles that only you can... You can uh, 
you can fight, right? And if they can empathize with that battle, you have, you're not alone. You're going to that battle with someone who, who, who can actually give you, give you advice in, in terms of, hey, you're doing this right, you're doing this wrong. But they're not there. But they can empathize with someone. I totally, totally agree. But let's take our last break, Doc Vicky. And when we come back, let's talk about how you are going to pay forward with advice for entrepreneurs. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels. 
giving our customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We're still with Doc Vicky Bello. And again, we have learned so much. Amazing. I, I was trying my best not to let my jaw drop on the floor for everything you taught me. So thank you very much. It's been a great episode by far, but it's just going to get better. But I wanted to ask you advice that other entrepreneurs can, can learn from. So you already talked about how you pivoted in this pandemic. But what I uh, want to know is because in beauty, there's always risks involved. You know, one false move, it can you know, create a, a wildfire of, of bad rep and whatnot. But you have seemed to really do that. How do you manage the risk involved in beauty? Because you know, it, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's important to continually educate yourself and really learn. And we, as I said earlier, we know our skin. We know our machines. We know what it does. Mm-hmm. So, And there's been a shift towards... I would think when I started my practice, 60% of my practice was liposuction. And lasers and non-surgical things were only like 30 to 40%, probably 30. And now as things have gotten forward, so much innovation in in non-surgical things. So if you don't have to do surgery, there's so many alternative things that you have to do. I do a lot of mentoring. I think that that's the best way to make sure that the quality stays good. So when we hire a new bunch of doctors, they follow me around and I get to see them. I watch them do things on our employees. I'm very proud to say I've tried almost every treatment under Bello because I won't let anybody try it mm-hmm. um, if I haven't tried it myself. Okay. And I just thank God that I have never had you know, I, I've only had one problem which was fixable. But, you know, sometimes I think, oh, my God, I keep trying things. What if someday I'll really come out? So, you know, but it's better it's my face than somebody else's face. Correct, correct. But I remember one of the ways I get into the best doctor's offices abroad mm-hmm. and to learn from them. Mm-hmm. So they, when you email them and stuff like that, they don't really pay attention to you a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But now they know my name. But before they didn't, and then they wouldn't really even answer. Mm-hmm. So I would go, for example, when fat transfer and stem cell autografting was wow. the, the rage. Mm-hmm. And I went to the, the person that started it all, Pierre okay. Fournier, and I went to Paris. Okay. And I couldn't get into his clinic, so I pretended to be, I mean, I became a patient. Okay, ah. so I become a patient, and the way they do it is fat transfer has stem cells and growth factors, etc. And he... So first I had myself done, and then I tell him I'm a derma and a cosmetic surgeon, and then I ask if I can train with him. But by this time we've had rapport because I'm a patient, right? Okay. But I remember um, fat transfer is supposed to, 50% of it is supposed to go away. 
disappeared. So you only left with 50. So you always overfill because you're supposed to get rid of the 50%. So you already imagine, even in liposuction, you imagine where you are after the swelling and everything's done. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, so you have to have forward um, Thinking. imagination. Yeah. But in my case, for some reason, none of the fat went away. So oh I had a face this big. I kid you not. I had a face that was like wow. double my face. And when I arrived here, I remember my boyfriend at that time, like, what? <laughs> he couldn't look at me anymore. Yeah. But I kept saying, no, it's going to go away. It's going to go away. Because 50% right, right. of it goes away. It never went away. Oh, wow. So people were asking what happened to her. I remember mm-hmm. doing shows on ABS where the producer or the director would come down and say, Dr. Bella, what's happening to you? Are you sick? Why is your yeah. face so big? Right. And then so finally after a year, I said, I guess it's not going to go away. So we had to liposuction my face. Wow. And thank God that I have a Robin. So if I'm Batman, she's my Robin. She's been with me 20, 23 years. Right, right. But I had to stay awake for this lipo because I had to make sure it was going to be fine and to do what I wanted, right? Because I I only trust my imagination. So, okay, more here, more here, a little more here, you know, but it came out okay. So I look normal now. (laughs) That was like a big scare for me because... You know, so how do I handle it? By doing things on myself first. And if I can't do it because it's for a guy, then I'll do it on Hayden. <laughs> but, you know, when, but I feel really more honest and authentic when I tell people, you know, it's really good. I've tried it. I've tried the side effect. I mean, I've tried the complications. Not complications, but, you know, like after any surgery, of course, you're swell, you're bruising. I mean, that's part of the whole thing. Right. So I can explain to them really well. Exactly. what will happen to them because I've done it. Correct. So, to answer your question, I'm not sure. No, it, it, does, it did. And that, that's very true because if the narrative, imagine, for example, me uh, asking all these podcasters saying, hey, yeah, let's create a podcast. And I've never done one. And I haven't been able to at least earn my stripes. It, did not, it does not make sense. Right? So that's something I, I have nothing compared to what you've been able to do. But this, this is, involves a lot of risk too. So that's an amazing advice right there. So do, your, do it for yourself first. And then uh, before you do it. So the narrative is very strong. Okay, next question. You've always stayed curious in terms of all these new things and whatnot. And this is not like out in the open, especially in the early, you know, 80s, 90s. How, how do you even get a pulse of these things? And how do you stay, how do you stay on top of the game to become, stay the best of the best? Because you, some people get become, get accolades and then they coast, you know? Mm. Always well, have that insatiable hunger to be the best and to stay curious to be on top of your game. How do you keep that up? I think it's really because I'm so curious and I always want to be the first. So I read a book when I was 16 years old and it said, The 22 Immutable Laws of Success. God. Have you seen that book by Al Rice? Yep. So I was 16. And I was looking at it one by one, page one, page two. The only thing that I could be sure that I could do yeah. was to be the first. first Always be the first. So there example, Neil Armstrong. Who was the first man on the moon? Yeah. Neil Armstrong. Right. Who was the second man? Actually, he became famous because of Toy Story. But prior to right. that, nobody really remembered. So the Wright brothers flew the first plane right but who's the second you don't remember normally the second (laughs) i don't know but my whole thing is okay so bella will always be the first it's an obsessive thing so i i'm a i love to read i'm a voracious reader so i read a lot of journals i read a lot of magazines 
because a lot of times you hear the latest things from there. You know, I'm always, if I watch anything, even if it was, I remember Entertainment Tonight, I'm watching, I'm looking at the actresses, what did they do? You know, that sort of thing. Like, I'm always trying to figure out what is this person doing? So, for example, now my biggest frustration and challenge is J-Lo. Okay? So, I saw her in the Milan fashion, which looks amazing. Really amazing. She's 50 years old. And I can't figure out what has she... I, I kind of know what she's done, but it's the tweaks are so small. Mm-hmm. that you she just looks really good all the time you never ever say oh god she looks a little strange not like for example mm-hmm. other stars that say kardashians i know it's so obvious what they've done they still yeah. look good but i can tell a mile Correct. away Correct. what she did her lips or she mm-hmm. put fat on her butt or she mm-hmm. did you know whatever but with her i'm like so looking subtle. at her tom cruise is another one i'm like what are they doing a, right so it's gotten me to this place that i i don't even know it's so weird it's called mm-hmm. A dream, a dream or something, but it's weird. Like you drink the blood wow. because that's what the rumors are, but I don't believe it. I'm just right. saying to, to the degree of where I will go for, right. for, for research. And then my mm-hmm. research is fun because in the end, you know, I, worst case scenario, it's for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not going to drink blood or anything. <laughs> but I'm like, because they're saying, you know, like when you, ah, it's so ugly. I won't even, it's a conspiracy theory, so I don't even right. believe it. But mm-hmm. I never, if you, have you done the strength finders? No, I haven't. Any strength finders, you, you should do it. It's so informative, but it has, mm-hmm. you, you, fi- you find your top five strengths. And my mm-hmm. five strengths, are, I don't know, the, but being curious, a learner is okay. one. And Hayden's a learner, and Scarlett's a learner, mm-hmm. Crystal's a learner, Quark's yeah. a learner. So it's like, yep. it's so family. Got so it. you never stop, right? Mm-hmm. And then ideation. Like, mm-hmm. one of the things I'll tell people, I think if you have an idea, you do your research, keep doing everything, keep your normal job, do your research, really make it solid, but don't be too quick about telling people. Because I had so many great ideas that I let die. Because I was married to a Harvard MBA, the father of Park. Mm-hmm. And whenever I would give him my ideas, he would sit me down and do the Harvard MBA thing. Like what to expect, what are you going to do? And it, the problem seemed overwhelming that... You couldn't, couldn't do step do one. Yeah, I couldn't do, yeah, you know, analysis paralysis. Correct. And when we split up, I'm the kind of person, I like to do everything at one time. Right. So yeah. I started within one week of splitting up. That's how, like, bring wow. it on. Do it. Okay. But because I didn't have him, I was able to do it day by day. Then it doesn't seem so overwhelming. I have a lot of problems that I still run to him sometimes mm-hmm. to help. But at least it's not poured on me. Like, are you ready for this? Are you Because if right. you're an entrepreneur and you're not so so strong in your business background, then it seems like, because whenever I do things and I don't think about it, it comes out well. Mm-hmm. But when I analyze and whatever, I feel so heavy by the time I get in. So Got it. then now I we, we have this go negotio thing. You're saying how right. to give back. So mm-hmm. we have a mentoring effort. I love mentoring. I really, really do. So yep. as I don't, so I talked to a lot of people, for example, like Yana Asisho, I don't know if you know her. Right. Smart girl, so hardworking, everything, but a little, you know, so I tell her, I see people fail when they try to do too many things know, too at much. the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, make one one baby grow, be yep. a child already or a teenager yep. so that it's stable. Then you can do other things. But Correct. don't try to do everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. You just don't have enough energy to concentrate. 
Correct. That's that's solely cool. Amazing advice. Now I have a question about uh, the flip side of this because you've also been being at the center of a lot of attention. You're being in showbiz. You've 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 gotten a lot of uh, you know criticism, and you've always found a way to you know take the high road. And what that's what I admire about you a lot. Um, what's what's your? And it's I, hard. I, I cry a lot. Huh? <laughs> but how do you? take the high road because especially if there's an entrepreneur here who probably has it belongs in that um, typical uh, or similar uh, space where there's a lot of criticism you know and mm-hmm. people are ruthless now on social media because they don't get accountable to it right but you've always taken the high road how do you you know uh, manage those things uh, in terms of responding to criticism well, I learned early in life. So when I first started my practice, I was in, I came back and I got a lot of interviews and stuff like that okay. because I had a lot of new things, lasers nobody ever heard of. So I was explaining what it was. Then I got a lot of criticism from my colleagues, mm. doctors who thought, like, what is she doing? I think no, no other doctor had come in like this and like, you know, why, why is she advertising? So they didn't even know the difference between advertising and PR. I thought that I had to educate the world because lasers were such an amazing technology and I Mm -hmm. needed to get that word across so people understood. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't really understand what lasers are even to this day. So, but then everybody's just on my case and I felt, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? I think I'm very blessed because I've always had you know, Jesus, God in the center of my life. I'm being an only child. They were my, Jesus, my best friend. I'm always talking to him. Mm -hmm. So I said, am I really doing something wrong? Mm -hmm. Because I don't feel I am. I'm -hmm. just educating. But I said, I need a sign, Lord. I need a sign. I need a sign. I said, tell me if I'm doing something wrong. So I stopped. I turned on all the newspaper Mm -hmm. interviews, magazine interviews. I wouldn't do anything. I was just, and I was crying because I studied so hard and for so long. Correct thinking that I would, you know, like we've all studied, medicine has to be a vocation. It's not something you do if you want to have a business. I don't think that that's, you just realize later, oh, it can be a business, but that's not why you get into it. And then I said, God, please send me a sign. I don't know what I'm doing if I'm doing the right thing. And I couldn't ask anyone because nobody had been in the same space Mm -hmm. before. Like, and they didn't understand where I was coming coming from anyway. So my first sign, just to show you how God is so great. Mm -hmm. My first sign is a girl came to my clinic. She was a beautiful young girl, 19 years old, gorgeous, slim, beautiful skin. And I look at her and I go, why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't need me at all. Right. And she said, oh, Dr. Bello, she lifts up her sleeve and there's a keloid as big as a ping pong ball on her oh, wow. shoulder. And I said, what happened to you? And she goes, I had a tattoo, a little one, angel mm-hmm. on my shoulder and then USC, who was very conservative where I graduated yep. from. I'm USC too, by the way. Shout yeah, great. See, <laughs> go USC. Yep. So she said, they won't let me enroll with a, with a tattoo. I have to take it out. Mm. So she went to a surgeon and he dermabraded it, oh, which is very old technology, right? Yeah. And then it caused the keloid. Yuck. Yeah. He goes, and then I heard about you. So I'm here now. Can you remove my keloid? At that time, there was no cure for keloid. That was 30 years ago, right? So oh, I wow. said, oh my God, I can't do anything for you except inject and it doesn't really work, especially mm-hmm. in areas that move. Keloids mm-hmm. get, you know, if you touch right, right. a keloid, the more it gets bigger and bigger, way beyond bigger and bigger. I said, yeah. you should have come to me from the beginning because I have a laser that will remove tattoos without mm-hmm. 
any harm, but now it's too late. Mm-hmm. She goes, but I only heard about you after I had a problem. So, no. you know, I, that's why I said, see, if I had continued in my education, maybe she would have heard of me, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, sign number one, God, but I need another one. Wow. <laughs> just to so confirm. I'm like, Do a double take. Sure, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good thing he doesn't say to me, you of little faith. <laughs> so two, two days later, two days later, a baby comes into my clinic. One year a old. baby. A baby, a cute little baby, and I, and then one side of the face of the baby is so cute, but the okay. other side is totally like mangled oh, and no. disfigured. So I'm what sitting happened? there, and then I go, "What happened?" They go, "She had a hemangioma." Do you know what a hemangioma is? It's like a yep. blood vessel tumor. Just gets bigger and bigger. It's all blood vessels, oh, but it wow. usually goes around the eye, so then it closes the eye of the baby. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to take it out because if the baby doesn't use their eye, they get blind eventually mm-hmm. on that side. Because you know, yeah. but the way to do it, so the old way to do it is to take out the whole tumor with surgery and get skin from the neck and flap right, right. it over to the face, and that's yeah. why it's always figured. Mm-hmm. But there's lasers now; you don't need to do that anymore. You can just use the laser to shrink the blood vessels, and then okay. it's fine. There'll be no scar or anything, and the skin is perfectly fine. Just get rid of the overactive, overgrown blood vessels. Then I go, so again, it's too late, right? right. Because by now, they've already taken out the whole thing, yeah. transferred neck skin to the face. Right. I said, you should have come to me. Because, same dialogue. Right. I said, okay, God, I get it. And then at that point, I remember very clear in my head, mm-hmm. a horse, the caritela, mm-hmm. with the like this. What do you call Tapaolo. that? Blinders. Because you don't look not to your right and to your left, but where you want to go, you keep your eye on it. Focus. And I always, yeah, focus and don't listen anymore. Of yeah. course, it still affects me. And, mm. you know, even on social media now, IG, try your best, but there are people. Sakit, diba? Right. But, but I think I know myself better. I've gotten older. Right. So I know yeah. I really, I'm very, very sincere about really yeah. wanting to do good. So, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're helping people, yeah, don't listen anymore. But right. I don't answer. And yeah. because Jesus, my my idol, my example, not, you know, if you look at the whole Bible, not once mm-hmm. has he ever answered anybody's attacked him and my God, how they made him suffer. Yep. You know, the only time he got angry in the whole Bible is when he went to the, to the temple and they were selling yep. everything there. Then he got mad because you're turning his sacred place into a, yeah. into a market but right. he just keeps quiet so I said okay I'll just mm. keep quiet <laughs> and it's That's worked right. you know yeah if you do that then you know you for some reason you get elevated to the next positive level mm. so it's fine that's amazing advice so yeah don't engage choose your battles as well you know and one thing I also noticed with, with several guests that I've had on the show people that have you know the, the, the pioneers of something that they, they've done they always get thrown rocks right but uh, a lot of the, those people who, who who keep do you know uh, get the thrown rocks at you know um, don't engage because there's a reason why these people talk behind their back because they're behind them you're ahead of what uh, yes, they're doing okay right? that's a good line is that original or from no, one I, of I your I just thought of it <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know if I got it if someone did it, they're, they're, the reason why they're talking behind you is because they're behind you. You're, you see something uh-huh. they don't. Right? And eventually down the road, Run you're going to try to faster. Go ahead, Mark. Correct. And first mover, <laughs> right? So you want to be the first. Now, last advice, um, uh, uh, Doc Vicky. What's uh, the best advice you've ever gotten through this whole career you've, you've, you've done? 
Um, because again, uh, this is not easy. My, yeah. my advice, I think, well, I really believe everybody, people always tell me, you're so blessed. My God, right. God loves you so much, etc. And what I've seen from every from all these years that I've been alive mm-hmm. uh, is that everybody is blessed. Everybody's given an opportunity. Some people don't see it, okay, because they're so scared. It's also a lot to do with nurturing and how they were brought up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when God really closes a door, he opens a window. You just have to catch it. And it's timing. It's season. right? It's seasonal. So I'm very good at, I feel... Mm-hmm. Seeing an opportunity, grabbing it, mm-hmm. and and going with it. I mm-hmm. see other people who are given that, and I wish I was in their place. And I'm trying to convince them, this is so big. This is for you. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be such a big deal for you. But then they're so afraid right. because of failure. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, every single day I talk to, and you failed, and you know it was good education. Mm-hmm. Scarlett, for a while, was so scared to fail. Okay? Mm-hmm. So she's... She liked to be perfect. So she, if she didn't know anything, she's smart. But if she didn't know anything, she wouldn't ask. Or she would, you know, try not to do it anymore. Because let's say dancing. She's not good at dancing. But she wants, she won't try it anymore. I don't like it. Okay. But so we got into this. I read Sarah Blakely. I mean, not read. I listened to a podcast. For, so you there you have go. <laughs> and, and she said every day her dad would ask her, what did you fail at today? And it got to the point where her brother and her, we're always excited to show him, tell him what they failed at. Because you will always fail the first time. You'll never be good the first time. So it just goes to show that you have tried Correct. something new, challenging the first time. And once you and you found it, and so there, if you make it fun, like you say, okay, what did I fail at today? You know, today I failed at doing this. So that's what I started doing with her. Got it. I goes. Scarlett, what have you failed at today? Oh, mommy, I tried doing this and I failed. Oh, great. So now she's much more okay to fail and much more open to new experiences and asking questions. If she doesn't know a word before, she wouldn't, she wouldn't say anything. Like she'll pretend she knows what the right, word right. means. But of course, she's only, she was only four or three, how she know the word? Yeah. But now she'll always say, what does that mean? You know, so I think, I mean, don't purposely go out there and fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be, you know, you always have to think first. Some people are too, too mayaba, they just go and they don't think about anything. Strategize, do the best you can. Mm-hmm. I always say, plan everything, like everything depends on you, but pray right. like everything depends on God. And that wow. is the magic formula. Because if you're ready and God blesses you, mm-hmm. you will fly. Absolutely. And they, I, I always love using this acronym about failure because in a startup, they encourage you to learn. But uh, there's this recently, I forgot who I got it from. So shout out to you if, if it was you. Fail means first attempt in learning. I always you uh, love that. Uh, I yeah. like that. So, you know, it, it's always been there uh, as well. So again, there you go. Thank you, Doc Vicky. But before I let you go, uh, what's next for Bello Med now? Um, you've, you've done an amazing job, but what's next for you guys? What is next for us? I think it's just, well, this whole corona has kind of got me stuck, I have to admit. We're yep. still trying to evolve and see the new future. I'm still in a little of a uh, denial that this is going to be the new normal. I just feel that this is the temporary normal. It's going to go back to... To, you know things but 
I, it's always been my dream to expand abroad. Okay. We're Filipinos are, of course. Yep. So I've been wanting to open a clinic in Dubai. We had partners. Everything was going to go great already. And then this whole thing happened. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'll concentrate more. It's been an eye-opener for me that you can make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> money, you know. Just selling products and making a lot of people, uh, you know, more beautiful all over the world. Because... When I'm doing uh, telemedicine, it's from Norway, it's from New Zealand, wow. a lot of foreigners. Mm-hmm. I'm so touched that they know our name. So I think we'll be concentrating a lot more on digital, whatever, selling and, and, and that sort of thing. And I have two companies, you know that, right? So there's okay. Bella Medical Group and then there's Intelligent Skincare, which is Bella Essentials. Okay. And that's really taking off. So okay. if I am the cash cow... Mm-hmm. Bello Essentials is a rising star yeah. and we're really improving. We're so proud because we're the only Filipino company who's always in the top five of, let's wow. say, Watson, SM. You know, Mercury, right. that sort of thing. So, because yeah. we're making products for Asian skin. We we really understand Asian skin, especially, it's not even just Asia now, there's Korean, Japanese skin, yes. which is different from Malay, Southeast Asian, yeah. Yeah, even India is more in our part with, with skin that's not so stable, that has that has different colors so right. we you know all our products are geared for that so mm-hmm. it opens a whole new world a whole world for us so please pray for me yeah. and I will pray for your podcast thank you so much and, and, and we will have your podcast soon Care of Podcast okay. Network yes, we'll make sure please. that happens but again before I let you go Doc, uh, Vicky thank you very much Again, but before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And if we did say some jargon or references, go to the Hustle Share show notes on hustleshare.com. And don't forget to get involved in how we do the show on the Hustle Share community on Facebook. And lastly, if you want to get involved in who's going to be our next guest, message us on our Hustle Share chatbot at m.me uh, slash hustle share powered by chatbot. Again, Doc Vicky, thank you very much. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Hustle. What's it called? Hustle? Do you hustle? Hustle <laughs> share. There you go. Hustle <laughs> share. So there you go. I'm too old for this. No, no, no. You are I not. I enjoyed myself. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I also learned from you. Appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to working with you on a uh, bigger project. There right? you go. Her own podcast. Okay. Watch out. Thank you. And yes. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Bye. Be Thank kind you. to everyone. Bye. Appreciate it. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.